Hi, everyone, and welcome back to My Football View Podcast. Today, we'll go over a few of the standout fixtures from Game Week 25. And then also, we'll touch base on the Carling Cup final that was played today between Manchester United and Newcastle. With me to give his thoughts is Mace the Case. Mace, let's jump right into it. Let's yeah. start um, let's start talking about – give me your thoughts about that Spurs versus Chelsea game that finished 2-0. Yeah, very disappointing result for Chelsea, man. Uh, Spurs. Is there any hope? Is there any there's hope? no, there's, there's no more hope. There's no more hope for uh, for Chelsea uh, and Potter. I feel like they should get rid of him. Um, like right now, within this uh, week, ne- next week, or the week the the week following, because it's it's there's no there's no future for him and uh, and for uh, his his tactics. There's no tactics. <laughs> there's no tactics. But uh, I was looking at a game. I was like. There's so much talent on that field, and it just seems like everyone's playing a different game, like a different tune. But I also wanted to get your thoughts on his post-interview of him coming out and saying, quote, Arsenal were two years into Mikel's reign, and and he was close to getting the sack. People wanting him out. Disaster. And of course, now things have changed. Then he also mentioned, Klopp at Liverpool, they have got the results, but all of a sudden, they want him out. Just the nature of the football. I feel like that's not true of what he's talking about because at Arsenal, Arteta did win that FA Cup. Even though he took over mid-year, yeah. he was able to get a cup at the end of the season. Club, even though that first season, it, they didn't uh, finish in the top four, they did, you could see progress in the way they were playing. With him, with Potter right now, it's... It's getting worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's no progress at all, and um, you would think that at some point, because he's been there, but he's been there for a couple months already. You would think that he'll, I mean, you'll see something like positive on the on the field, but it just there's no tactics, there's no cohesiveness. Every game seems even worse than the last one. Um, yeah, it just it just looks like it's not it's never gonna work out, and it's. I think they're gonna keep him around until they get knocked out of the Champions League. They're gonna, they're gonna. I think, I think Bowley doesn't want to fire him, and he'll give him like as many chances as possible. And I think that that final chance is if they don't win against Milan, no Dortmund. Yeah, they Dortmund. don't win against Dortmund. That's gonna be the final straw. And I feel like he's feeling the pressure because because all these quotes that's coming up from him in the press conference. He, I feel like I feel like he's getting a little bit rattled. Um, He's getting a little bit defensive. The media might be getting. Um, to yeah, he's not used yeah, to that pressure, yeah, the pressure especially yeah, like the pressure him and his family. As uh, he mentioned that you know there's quotes about his family and and it is personal, but I think it, that pressure definitely wasn't there at Brighton. No, no, it's, it's a different ball game. So it's yeah, Tom, Tom, we'll see what's going to happen. I want to get your take on the Spurs winning 2-0. You know, they're building. They're definitely getting that momentum to to, to cement that top four. Uh, it puts pressure on Newcastle, who have to chase. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on, do you think the players have started playing with a little bit more freedom since Conte is not on that bench currently because he's recovering? No, nah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't feel like it's they're playing with, a, with freedom. It's still the same. Formation still same lineups. They're still playing with pretty much 
five in the back, uh, two holding midfielders. So it's, I mean, like with Spurs performances, you never, like I said, you never know what you're going to get. They, they, today's win was very impressive, but they might come into the next game and just, you know, do the total opposite. Yeah, uh, the next game is Wolves away. What, what's concerning for me is Richardson. Richardson was starting today, and then, I mean, it's I don't feel like it's that relationship between Spurs and Richardson. I don't know what's going on because it's like he doesn't look he starts, like, yeah. maybe it's not the right position where they put him because he's. He, I feel like he's a number nine. That's where he plays for Brazil. But maybe it's time to see more of Danjuma instead of Richardson. Yeah, I feel like uh, Richardson is not like a Spurs player. That like the type, a type of player that Spurs have, like Kulasevsky. I see Kulasevsky. Yeah. I see Son in there. I see, I see other players that you know that, like have that different demeanor. I just don't see Richardson fitting in. Well, maybe he could turn around, but, but I do think, as you m- mentioned, him playing in that number nine. I think that's the position that suits him the most. Yeah, you gotta play uh, to and, his strengths. And I don't think that's gonna happen unless you know Spurs move on from Kane. But that's gonna be a completely different problem. All right, let's move on. Um, Crystal Palace, uh, Liverpool, definitely a game that I won't remember. Um, No wins for Crystal Palace uh, this year, and they haven't won a home game since late October. So it was the was it was a good time for Liverpool to play them, especially you know coming off that horrendous Champions League game, but um, not not a lot not a lot in this game, not a lot of cohesiveness from both teams not a lot, like not a lot of good chances what do, what do you think about I me mean, Liverpool had a couple of chances Salah had the crossbar or was it the post um I was surprising that Nunes didn't uh he's still recovering he's still from recovering shoulder. from injury I mean it was a it was a dead game not nothing like there wasn't any creativity or uh, excitement about that game um would you think about um Club bringing bringing in Milner, Keita, and Henderson to play in that you know that engine room. I was I was surprised that he's gonna fall back on those guys. That, that that's like no legs. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know why he keeps going back to Milner and Keita and uh, like that's why I say he he has to be like one of his trusted most uh, trusted soldiers on a team because he doesn't offer or provide anything on that field besides being fit. He can run off his socks off. Other than that. James Milner's legs are gone. Like he, he's, I don't know why he's still playing. He's like what thirty-seven. Yeah, he's thirty-seven. But the thing that gets me is here he plays a couple of games at right back. Then he gets moved to center mid. That's definitely hurting the team in the long run because yeah. you can't. Whatever they play him, he gets exposed. Yeah, I mean, he, his legs are gone. He was a good player, and he still is a good player, yeah. but not a le- like if maybe if he went down a level. Let's say Everton, or yeah. you know, he could he could be an engine there, but not at Liverpool. I feel like what he brings, we all obviously know what he brings. He brings leadership, and he's a good individual to have hardworking. Yeah, individual to have in the locker room, the younger players can look up to. But I don't know if he's is he staying around. Maybe they're going to offer him some coaching position in the academy or something. Yeah, that but seems it's, like it's, 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 his career is pretty much over. Like he should have been playing, especially at the high level. Um, Fighting for a top four, maybe like in the, one of those lower league um, divisions or teams. I'm not at Liverpool, especially I, I, starting. Yeah. No, I, no. I think I think he's like a mid mid table player. Like yeah, maybe 12, like 13. some something like Ashley Young or something like that. Uh, with yeah. Aston Villa, but I think no. he has still something to offer. But just I'm very surprised yeah. that 
that yeah, and he still doesn't have like a position where it's his that you know maybe he can't play the 90 minutes because he doesn't have the legs but he could come in and do a job at that position it doesn't seem like he even has that position yeah. but liverpool eight points behind tottenham with two games in the hand is it slipping slipping away or is are we still keeping hope that liverpool could make up ground on i still i still have hope for liberal just because of uh, spurs inconsistencies and you can see Yota's been back. Um, I like how they were able to intertwine uh, Gapko and Yota. Yeah, so I feel like things might get a little bit better, but I'm still I'm sure unsure about Liverpool's defense and that midfield. There was another pass back from our yeah. chance that almost led to a goal. Um, any more comments that you want to add to this Liverpool Crystal Palace game? I'm disappointed by Crystal Palace, by the way. They were my underdogs. I was. They started real well, but they can't they, score goals. They can't score goals, and Mateta, man, he's awful. <laughs> I think it was awful, man. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. The Jordan Ayew is a better uh, replacement than him. Yeah, it's it's weird that the uh, Crystal Palace have been around for a while now. They can't find a good like a solid striker because they have they don't have a bad team. They have a good solid defense. Good midfield. They have, they have a couple of you know creative players. They have you know Zaha, Eze. Uh, there was another player. Yeah, they have young Olisa. Uh, they have young promising yeah. players. Yeah, and then especially they, Eze and Olisa. Yeah, and they only need that striker to start tapping yeah. in those goals because they're creating chances. But they're definitely not. not I can't find find one yet. Um, all right. Um, where are we? Oh, what do you think about the next game for uh, Liverpool? I know we met, talked Manu. about it a little bit. But it, uh, no, it's uh, on the weekend, on the weekday, Wednesday, Liverpool versus Wolves. Do you see a different Liverpool side coming out? They're playing at Anfield Wolves, so yeah. I feel like they're going to get a result. But it just... It's going to be an important game because another tie and it's... Yeah, it depends how they set up. And uh, Wolves are a pretty good team. Well, on paper, they're a good team because they got so much... Um, I actually players watched, that they yeah. bought recently. So I watched them play against Fulham the other day. It, they, they look good. The yeah. defense is leaky though. They, you could always get at them, uh, and especially since they're going to be playing away, that that might be a problem for them. Uh, Leicester versus Arsenal. Uh, it looked. It felt that it was a routine win for Arsenal. Uh, they went up. Uh, they didn't go uh, up one zero until later in the half, but they got a couple of their goals chopped off. But it. Leicester didn't really trouble Arsenal, so it was very comfortable at the end. Yeah, very simple game for Arsenal. Comfortable, like you said. That Trossard uh, change for Enketia worked out. Yeah, yeah. For Arsenal uh, offer him some offer something different to the team. Uh, yeah, I mean it wasn't really anything. Do you see spectacular them, or do you see them going back to it? I, I feel like they should stick with it until Jesus comes back. Yeah, I feel like Trusser should be starting. I feel like Trusser has yeah. is more dangerous. More dangerous in that penalty box. Um, better finisher, I would say, than Ketia. But Ketia offers something different than uh, Trusser. Who, I mean, yeah. Ketia is more of a like can hold up the ball. Just um, like yeah, when you say the, finishing, the, I think there's like two different like uh, Trusser. I feel like he could like finesse the ball. Yeah, and score like a nice, nice. Like Trosser like offers like offers different by um like he carries the ball better than Ketia. 
has a better shot, like outside of the box. You don't ever see like, yeah. Keta stepping out in the yeah, box. Yeah, I don't think I ever creating seen. or yeah, he, shooting yeah. or he's just that. Dude I think he does top. a lot for Martinelli too. Yeah. So because I think he, the other thing is I think Trossard is a more intelligent footballer compared to Nketiah. And Ketia was like yeah, a more yeah, number yeah. nine. I'm going to be in the box. I'm going to be the fox in the box. Chaucer always looks to like play, to move, to make space, create space for others. So um, Yeah, they should stick with him. I mean, they got a good result, so they just go along with it. Yeah. And it sounds like Jesus is already in practice. practice. And I think they're going to take their time with him. Yeah, they should. Especially yeah. with some, some of the fixtures that they do have. They have Everton at home and Bournemouth at home. So it seems like they have a little bit of time until they, you know, they might yeah. need him in for a, for a run. One, two, three. Yeah, they have a really nice. Um, in their next one, two, three, four, five, six. In their next seven games, they play four, uh, five, a uh, five at home. So perfect. Um, let me let me just circle back to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Wow. Leicester only had a 0.02 xg to score. Uh, it was pretty, pretty. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think about Leicester though? Was it just James Madison not being there that you know not enough creativity and then yeah, James looks... Madison plays a huge part in that team. Once yeah. he's gone, like who have, who is that type of player that's going to create for everybody else? They they really don't have that type of player. Uh, I feel like a lot of players just are already fed up with Leicester and they they're just. They want to leave at the end of the season. Like Tillman's gone, his contract is going to end. Matt Addison's probably going to leave too. If, yeah, if I, I hope that's a good bit for him. Too. Yeah, just, just there's been uh, players like Ndidi. Ndidi's been there for a few years too. I, yeah. I don't think he's going to stick around. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think Ndidi is such a good player, but if he could get yeah. fit, he's he's becoming like player. a party. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about? Should I just move on from Ignacio? Because Vardy's Vardy's fading away, he's not the same player that he's used to. And then you know they try to you got Pats and Daka, and then you have Ignacio. But these players look like they can't cut it. No, they're not the same players that Vardy was back in the day. But that's what that's what kind of Leicester are missing. Like that that spark that Vardy had like a few years back, he doesn't have that thing no more. So like he could just chase the ball. Yeah, chase the ball. Like yeah. All right. Um, Arsenal play at Everton. Do you see this just being a routine win again? For yeah, us? especially at home. Smooth win. All right, let's move on. Uh, Bournemouth versus Manchester City. And uh, this one, uh, I was hoping that Manchester City would have a little bit more problems because no De Bruyne in the, in the starting 11. Alvarez, Folden, and Rico Lewis all jumped back into the squad. But it was over by halftime. Uh, City up 3-0. Goals from Alvarez, Haaland, and Folden all getting on the score sheet. Then another right after halftime, and it was basically over. Uh, Bournemouth did get one back, but it was nothing but a constellation goal. Uh, no surprises in this one, right? Yeah, very comfortable win for Man City. Alvarez, that was a huge spark for them, scoring two goals. Other than that, ain't... it wasn't was not, nothing crazy about that game. For like a split second on that first goal, I... Uh, Holland hit the crossbar. I'm like, oh shit, here we go again. He's like, yeah. he's not gonna, he's missing it, he's forcing it, and then it just falls into Alvarez's feet. And then after they, they go 1 0 up, I, I think I, there's no way I, I've seen Bournemouth not 
and Tavernier is not playing, and I think Tavernier offers so much for that team with his speed and directness that they don't have any player that that fits that profile. Even though they they did look like they wanted to go at City, so they weren't sitting back and just defending for their lives. Yeah. But uh, let's ju- jump into the final. Uh, something different. Newcastle versus Manchester United finished 2-0. Uh, goals by Casemiro and then a uh, deflected goal after a Rashford shot by Botman that took it over Carius's hands. Uh, what's your initial reactions? Man, you are back. You know what I'm saying? Man, you are <laughs> back. Uh, I feel like they're back. They're back. They're going to be back next year. They're probably going to compete for the title, uh, depending on uh, – uh, what they do in the transfer market window if Ten Hag is going to get back again. But they look, they look serious. They look serious, man. They they got a serious team in, on defense and midfield. They, they're and on, on in the forward position. So they just need a striker. Uh, I feel like they need another midfielder in the transfer market window. Um, they need a few more players, a backup, center back, a goalkeeper. But very convincing win for Man U. Yeah, I felt like they played, they played the game that Newcastle wanted to play against. Like, because uh, Newcastle had more of the possession. It was, you know, New they played the, the game style that Newcastle you expect Newcastle to play to sit back, absorb pressure, yeah. and then counter. But it was the opposite. Newcastle controlled the ball, and then and then that goal that that goal came out. It was a counter attack. No, it was. That was the free kick, the first one, and then that, that was a counter. Yeah, beautiful cross by Luke Shaw and Casemiro, man. But what, how good is Casemiro? What man? a difference maker. I'm telling you, he Vaughan. brings that. Him and Varane, what's crazy about that is they came, you would think like players of their stature with Varane and Casemiro of what, and how many things they accomplished already around Madrid. You would think like they're not hungry no more, but these players, yo, they came, they came to Manu to win more trophies, man. And you can see that like, Casemiro, it's like a second life. Yeah, Casemiro, like, stat, I saw Casemiro's stat, like, his winning percentage in the finals is, like, 12 for 14 or 11 for 14, something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. So, it's... Oh, he has the experience, like... But, like... Experience, leadership, everything. But, like, he, le- he didn't leave... He left everything on that field. He was going up and down. Anytime St. Maximum was getting the ball on the left wing, who looked like the most dangerous... And most likely player from Newcastle. He was going in the first half of Dalo and then uh Van Bisaka. He was always there to cover. Yeah. He's always there. He was everyone. He's so, that field. so, so smart. He's a very intelligent player. And uh I gotta give a shout out to uh Arrington Hogg for substituting. He's a he's a great in uh in-game management manager because he substituted Dalo, who got a yellow card in the first half, and brought Van Bisaka, and that was a kind of difference maker who shut down uh St. Maximum. It was like a one-on-one battle in the second half, which St. Maxima had a hard time passing uh, by, by. Yeah, but shout Bissaka. out to Ten Hag because, you know, Van Bissaka, uh, like, we, we all thought this guy's gone. Like, he's leaving the yeah. club. And, he, and now all yeah. of a sudden, like, this guy is a, is a useful team member that he's being utilized the proper way. So it's like it shows that these players, even Rashford, like, it shows these players weren't coached for the last three years. Yeah. And then now they have a proper coach, and it's 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 just you know disappointing because you never know what could have been from a player like Marcus Rashford because you know it it kind of wasted his three years of development. Yeah, and it's already been a successful season for Man U to be honest. Yeah, no, I think, nobody expected them to win a trophy. 
or even compete for top four. They're probably going to make top four. Yeah, they look like a slap. They're down. still in for uh, FA Cup and Europa League, so you never know. They, they, they might get another trophy. The way they're going, and they're having a great momentum right now. Players, most part, they just need – I feel like they need a little more depth. If Anthony Marshall would have been back healthy, that will help them out. That will help them out a lot. But, unfortunately, he's still finding injuries. But other than that, Sabitzer, that's, that's been a great pickup. Fred's, Fred's been playing great. Bruno Fernandez in that right position. That's kind of interesting too. Vecor's in that number 10 position. And it's like he constantly changes you know, those players in between and it just offers offers something different. Uh, yeah, I even thought Vecor's had a good game today too. He had just, the assist for uh, to Rashford. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what a week. You know, knocking out uh, last, last week's Sunday, coming back from Barcelona, getting that 2-2 tie. Then getting a 3-1-0 versus Luster, knocking Barcelona out, and then three days later coming back and winning a, their first cup. It's it's an amazing it's an amazing season so far. And the thing is that it doesn't get any easier for Manchester United if they want to continue this run because Wednesday it's West Ham in the FA Cup, yeah. and then you got Liverpool. Sunday you got Liverpool, and then it's the Europa League again, and then it's the league again, and then Europa League. <laughs> it's um. Yeah, it's a lot of They could get burned out, especially yeah. if a player like Martial can't get fit soon enough. Yeah, they might. That's the thing. Games pretty much every three days, which is crazy. And that's why he has to, like. He has, I mean, to be fair, he has a lot of players coming up the bench that can, like Garnacho, who's been a very productive player off the bench. Um, McTominay has been back, but he's, he's a useless player. <laughs> To be, but like to be fair, like Von Bissaka is another impact sub. Sancho, Sancho has been back, so yeah, yeah. I feel like they're missing. They're like couple, just a couple players away from competing in the league, and especially if they could, if they could just find goals from somewhere else than Marcus Rashford, because it seems it's Rashford, then Casemiro from every so often. Yeah. And then Fernandez will get you one or two, <laughs> but that's it. They need a striker. They need a number ten. What kind of striker do you think they need? Do you think they're looking like an for Ivan Tony type of player that could hold up the play, hold up the ball, yeah, or even Victor? But Victor Asimov, I don't know about him. Like he's been, yeah, he's been scoring a lot of goals, but I don't know how he's going to transition to the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, you never know with with players from the, from the, the a player like Ivan Tony would have cost him. Twice as less as Victor Osman. He's a kind of Premier League proven player. Right? Oh yeah, I think, uh, man, you know. But like, I don't feel like they're interested because there hasn't been any like rumors or links with uh, Ivan Tony and Manchester United. Yeah, I wonder if if it's, it's probably Tony. Those you know those uh, betting charges are hurting Tony. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, another t- uh, I would say a backup for Bruno Fernandez, someone who can like challenge him uh, for competition. Another central midfielder. Uh, for Casemiro, for Fred. Do you think the, Sabitzer? I think they should sign Sabitzer back. Do you think they need a, a center back? Yeah, for uh, yeah, definitely because Maguire will go, but I feel like Lindelof. Lindelof could do a job, but I think they still need one. They're more. They're probably gonna go keep Lindelof. They're gonna get rid of Harry Maguire. They and they, and they need another backup, like a a backup for I would say uh, Rafa Varane. Yeah, because he gets you never know his injury problems. Yeah. Then Masi on left back and then right back. He'd probably stay with Van Bissaka, right? They're probably gonna stay. Yeah, because why he's, not? He's because been having he's, a good season so. And he's been getting up and down now too. Like his 
He's jumping out a little bit better. He still needs uh, to work on still, his like, uh, going final forward. ball. He's, he's not the same type of player as Dalo, but Dalo's not the same type of player when it comes to defending yeah. Um what, what do you think went wrong for Newcastle? Because I felt like they played a good game, but they... They played a good game, especially in the second half. But it just I feel like Newcastle is just there. And productivity in the, in the final third is just not... Do you think there's they something missing over there? They're, yeah, they're lacking quality in that... When they get up to the pitch, they're just lacking quality over there. Like, Sam Maximum is a very exciting player, but sometimes he just... He overdoes it, and then he just lacks that final third mm-hmm. decision-making. What do you like, think when about- he pass, when do you shoot? And then Isaac still... He's, he's probably the, the Eddie Howe's not sure who to start. Is it Colin Wilson a better fit or is Isaac a better fit? Yeah. Yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking today. I was w- wondering because I was looking at Colin Wilson. He wasn't getting any joy and then he, he looked frustrated. Yeah. But then I looked at Isaac. He still looked, he, he doesn't have that presence still uh, to be that like forward, leading the forward line. Yeah. Uh, just as you mentioned against United getting Tony, I think. Newcastle would have been perfect for Tony as well. And yeah. also a player that stays fit and you don't have to worry about Wilson if he's going to be playing. Are you going to maintain his? Because, you know, it's always said that Wilson has, has like a special chain, you know, practice uh, routine be, just to make sure that he's fit uh, throughout most of the game. So it's... And I, I think they still need to invest on, on, on the wings. Yeah, but Newcastle shouldn't knock them. Like, they shouldn't be, like, mad or angry at themselves. They're way ahead of their progress. They're, like, I would say, like, a year or two years ahead of their progress. Oh, I think even more. Yeah, it's crazy how, like, they're they're fighting for top four, which probably don't they will make. They've been in the final ready for Carabao Cup. It's just they're constantly improving, so they shouldn't be, like, you know. I think the fans don't feel that way too because yeah. at the end of the day, like you saw all the Newcastle fans waving their flags. It was a really good atmosphere for that final. Yeah. Um, it was finally a final that I watched because every time Manchester City are in that final, I can't watch it. Yeah, you get bored of it. <laughs> Constant team in the final every year. <laughs> all right. Um, other other uh, results in the league West Ham versus Nottingham Forest 4 0. Danny Ings getting two goals. Uh, it looks like uh, David Moyes will stick around in the job for a little bit more, especially with that win. Uh, Leeds versus Southampton, 1-0 for Leeds. Everton versus Aston Villa. Everton uh, lose uh, at home, uh, which breaks Sean Dyche's home record. And Fulham versus Wolves finish 1-1. Mace, did any of these fixtures uh, surprise you? Uh, yeah, the West Ham fixture, man. They they destroyed Nottingham Forest. I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be a lot of bit closer. Do you think it's uh, what could be a West Ham if they get things right? Will they get things right? We're not sure, man. They haven't got things right the entire season. Well, makes you, what makes you that. think that just one result, one good result against Toronto Forest is going to turn things around? Well, that's uh, what I'm asking you. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. No, I said no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, I, I need to see some consistency from it, uh, from West Ham. Yeah. Uh... I, the thing is, I think, I think, I definitely don't think they'll uh, get relegated. But if they could get a guy like Danny Ings and provide him service with good service, I think they they could do a, definitely a lot better than they have been doing. Because I don't think Skamaka fits yeah. that team. And, and uh, Antonio, even though he's been a great servant, he he's not the same player anymore. And it's just the way he's built. I yeah. feel like he's. He's more chunky, like get the ball in the air. Maybe he'll fight 
fight the defender or two, maybe get one by. But I think Danny Ings is more of a clinical finisher and like a, a poacher. Um, and I think West Ham have the players to supply him. And if they could supply him, I think they could they could get a couple of games, you know, a, a winning streak going. And they, they, they could turn it around. Yeah, they have too much quality on paper. They shouldn't be fighting relegation. So I feel like they'll they'll definitely stay in the Premier League. But other than that, I don't, I don't see any, any future for David Moyes and yeah, a lot I, of these players. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think David Moyes is a player yeah. to take. Like mid-table, yes. Mid-table, if you're looking for a mid-table uh, finish, then yes, David Moyes is your guy. But yeah. I don't see, you know... And I would love to see West Ham get relegated because they got a lot of dope bowlers on that scene, especially Paqueta. <laughs> and if they get relegated, man, these players are going to be on the market for half of the price. You know what, we are, what I would be interested to see? Um, if West Ham could stay up, uh, Potter gets fired by Chelsea, and if Potter could oh, get... Oh, you think way too ahead. Potter yeah, could yeah, get a yeah. team like this and what he could <laughs> do with it. Because that pressure will definitely be off him a little bit more. So that's all. That's something to dream for in the future. Uh, Mace, any final uh, final thoughts? Yeah, I was just dreaming about Kim Kardashian. So yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your crush. That's your girl. That's your girl. So you keep dreaming about that. And uh, you guys, thank yeah, you, you for listening. Um, and give us a follow on Instagram at My Football View Podcast. And thank you for listening. Have a good one. Bye.